Hey guys, welcome back to Super Moment. That's it. It's still finning. It's still cribbing. It's still saxing. We're coming at you live. <laughs> we're looking to spit out some more titles. You we can't say we're coming at them live. We're not live. I'm alive. I like you that. You are alive. Bring out we're, the dancing lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back onto the top 300 list. Uh, we're starting with number 269. For those of you tuning back in, if you have not heard numbers 299 to 270, then please tune into our other episode that is just before this one. <laughs> 269 we have castle crashers i'm looking straight to quiven on it quiven what can you tell oh, me yeah. about castle, castle crashers. crashers now castle crashers is cool because it was kind of the first beat-em-up that was made in a really long time yeah and it brought a nice uh almost casual but still engaging party element to it I like that feel yeah but good. as far as as the beat-em-ups and the modern beat-em-ups and the ironic meta story game go i'm gonna say scott pilgrim deserves this spot way more than castle crashers I haven't played. I played Castle Crashers for a weekend yeah. at a friend's house on the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much everyone's experience with right. Castle Crashers. Fun, fun title for sure. Um, not something I would, not something I would really dabble with. But Scott Pilgrim, I've never. The, yeah, the Scott Pilgrim game for 360. It's not available anymore, unfortunately. Oh really? Yeah, they took it off. The it's unfortunate. Sounds um, good though. Yeah, and it never made its way to Steam, which is a real loss. Maybe we should write a letter. I've written a few. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get on it. Uh, Finn, anything to add to it? Nope. Uh, wasn't there a playable character that you want to mention? Yeah, the there was the, uh, the alien hominid. In yeah. fact, he is both a playable character, a regular enemy, and a swarm boss. That's awesome. You actually have to assault an alien hominid mothership. That's, I could see yeah. that being enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like one of the most appealing aspects about Castle Crashers is the references not only to their own previous games, but just to everything in general. Okay. And, and the problem is, I mean, that's also one of its problems. Like, it's super engaging for that reason, but when it's so self-referential, it's difficult to say that it made splashes. Now, is 269 a good number for it? Um, yeah. Yeah? yeah. You'd keep it there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would keep it about 269. <laughs> gotcha. Um, if what about Scott Pilgrim? No, Scott Pilgrim would be higher. Yes. You see, if Scott Pilgrim were on this list instead of Castle Crashers, that, that'd be top 50 probably. Oh, wow. Yes. That's awesome. I love Scott Pilgrim. It's, in my opinion, the definitive beat-em-up game. Ooh. As far as... Um, <laughs> That's a statement. Uh, yeah, I kicking, like it. Kicking the soundtrack, statement. nice, awesome visuals. Like, the visuals in Scott Pilgrim... See, Castle Crashers is all this hand... Not hand-drawn. Hand-drawn, yep. cel-shaded look. Scott Pilgrim goes back to sprites but it modernizes them a bit. Like, they're not high-res, but they've taken modern art techniques to them. Oh, so it okay. looks beautiful, and it's got a kicking soundtrack, and of course, I love Scott Pilgrim, the franchise in general. Gotcha. But it's a solid game. It's not just a cash-in. It's a it real makes game. Makes me want to play. Do you still have I it? I have it on my 360. Yeah, we can definitely over. play it. Deal. It's another date. <laughs> Little Big Planet is at 266. All uh, Finn, anything nope. to say about that? Nope. Kriven, how about uh, yourself? Never played it. Oh, um, wait, well, I have, but not really. <laughs> I think it's just fun, creative little game. Uh, great for kids and also offers that adult uh, challenge. If you want to come into it as an adult the mm -hmm. series, you definitely can advance through the levels, and there are some brain teasers. But um, the biggest thing was the create your own level mode, putting it online, and having other people try to beat the level. It's kind of like um, the first Mario Maker. Exactly that, yeah. Mario Maker's awesome. All right, moving on. <laughs> Uh, 266, is that a good number for Little Big Planet? Me? Sure, why not? Maybe 264. We're now on to 264, Axiom Verge. Finn, 
All I know is that you just recently picked up a copy. Yes. Griffin? All I know is that it makes you forget what Brinstar is. Yes. <laughs> Brinstar, is that uh, that little star guy that we play? <laughs> yeah, Starfy. Yeah, Starfy, He's right? Brinstarfy. Brinstarfy, gotcha. <laughs> Makes sense now. So, Axiom Verge is... Pop Starfy. Is, <laughs> Axiom Verge is a great little platformer. It's like, it's an indie game, it's modern, and it has this real big Metroid feel to it. Uh, the soundtrack's really deep synths, which I love in general. Um, Destiny has a couple that I really like to just... makes me want to play through some strike missions on Destiny just because of the music. And Axiom Verge is a very good game to be playing with a headset on, for sure. Um, Can I just interject and ask, um, does it make you want to stop playing Axiom Verge and play Destiny instead? No. Okay. The soundtrack does not. Okay. But that's only because... No one plays Destiny One anymore, <laughs> and I would be in queue. I was going to say time. it's probably a bad thing if you're playing this and you just want to play something else. Yeah, that would like that uh, Cartoon Network Smash Bros. And you're playing it and you're just like, I want to play Smash Bros. Yeah, <laughs> that is true, very true. Um, <coughs> the art is great in it. Playing it, I can really get sucked in some some nights if I have the time. Um, but I do push it away because I know I will get sucked in if I have an early morning. I can't. Mm, I can't sit down. Yep, good problem to have. So. The title I will be going back to. I played on the Switch right now. It was released 2015 for PlayStation 4. Um, so, so 264, not a good number for it. Have you ever played Guacamelee? No, but we will be getting to that. <laughs> is that on the list? I don't think it is. Is it? No, it's not. No, but I was gonna. Guacamelee is also a Metroidvania type game. Yeah, but it mixes in like the beat 'em up genre as well. And I was gonna say, as far as the indie metroidvanias go i was gonna ask you to compare them but you really guacamole i want to try it out now you should it's really good i always thought it was like a smash bros thing no it's wow. it's like a metroidvania Surprise. with a combo fighting system that sounds fun it's awesome uh, combo fighting can kill me sometimes but it's pretty simple i, I could do go. it you know going back to axiom verge 264 too high on the list uh already would rank it within the let's say hundreds you know, yep. 100 to maybe 125 range. How does it stack up to some of the weaker Metroids? Uh, it's up. It's better. It's better? Is yeah. it? Well, I'm, I'm really into Fusion right now, and as far as I'm concerned, Metroid's the best game ever made. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, weaker Metroids, it's obviously on the spectrum of Metroid in general. Right, like, if I were to go even, well, Samus Returns on the Game Boy. Well, let's say, like, Zero Mission. Yeah, I would I would put it at zero mission level, not surpassing it though, because okay, but that's still it, really good. Yeah, absolutely, and pff, it's good. It's a good title. Okay, bump it up. We're now on to two sixty two WarriorWare Incorporated. It's Mega Micro Games. Yeah, Mega Micro Games. That's the GameCube one. Yeah, I think. What do you think? Um, I haven't played that one, but WarioWare as a franchise is a really good franchise, and it's really wacky and it's going to kind of go back to what i was talking about with paper mario where it develops the whole universe of the mushroom kingdom but it develops wario's element there that's nice um, it you know wario it shows us where he lives we see wario's rundown apartment we see his group of friends he lives in diamond city which is like a new york anagram in the middle of of the mushroom kingdom oh that's awesome yep and um you know, he, he, Wario runs this big corporation, and all the other characters in the, in the series are his employees. No. Yes. This makes me want to play. Now, is Waluigi involved? Of no, course. unfortunately. What? The are only, you only Waluigi is a cameo in one of the micro games in Wario Were Touched, which is, in my opinion, the best one in the franchise. That was me slapping my forehead. Yeah, like, Waluigi what? really should be here. Uh, it seems like Nintendo 
proper does not particularly like Waluigi. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why there isn't a Waluigi Odyssey yet. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. you know what always got me was, why is Waluigi not in Mario 64 DS? We got Yoshi, and Yoshi's great. Yeah. But Waluigi's physique could totally do the flutter jump. Yeah. I, I loved having... Now, when I play, I said earlier, Mario Superstar Baseball. Yeah. Or Super Sluggers. No, Superstar, I think. For the GameCube, Waluigi was my pitcher. <laughs> every time not only because he was a very good pitcher but he was just i, I just love the animation he made and yeah just <sighs> well and the thing with waluigi you know the main nintendo studios don't like him but when waluigi was a new character he was really they were really pushing his character development in like games you wouldn't expect to have any development right. like in mario party 3 you get to the end of the story waluigi comes out of nowhere and kicks the crap out of bowser like he he beats up bowser awesome. single-handedly and you now have to take on waluigi so even though he was just in these spin-off games and he's this goofy character he was set up as possibly the darkest most tough villain in the franchise right away Waluigi yep. Odyssey 2020. <laughs> or there's a really good fan game out there called Psycho Waluigi, and you might like it because it's a lot like Yoshi's Island where it takes a Mario supporting character and gives him a gimmick. Could see that being a thing. It's it's really awesome. Is WarioWare, to get back on track, is WarioWare 262? If it was WarioWare Touch, we're talking top 100. Okay. Again, not the best in the series, but WarioWare Incorporated, where would you place that? Mini micro or Mega Micro uh, like games? Like I said, I haven't played Mega Micro games. Gotcha. Um, but I know that it's mostly just a higher resolution version of the Game Boy Advance game. Okay. So, um, I don't know, it's a retread. Yeah. Okay. So, probably lower. Um, back then, it was basically just push the button in time. WarioWare touched, added microphone and touch challenges and, and gyroscope challenges. That's nice. Yep. I do like that. Um, and there's a new WarioWare coming out, so hopefully that'll be even better. We'll definitely be tuning into that. Yep. Because, yeah, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> we're on the 261, which is one of my favorite titles on the list, Shovel Knight. Oh, boy. Ben, do you have anything to say I about Shovel Knight? I don't have anything to say about You're Shovel Knight. You're a poor human being. Uh, Quiven? So Shovel Knight is the NES game that should have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, I'm happy it came out now because the controls, well, because now they can everything. Do it. Yeah, it's we have the capabilities well, with what the technology. What I really liked about Shovel Knight, right, is that when Yacht Club Games went into developing it, they didn't just say, we're going to make a game with old 8-bit graphics just to cash in on the nostalgia. What they said was, we're going to make a game that would look like an NES game would if the NES never stopped making games. It's fantastic. If you could keep putting more advanced chips in an NES cartridge, this is what it would look like in 2011. And, you know, they definitely nailed the, like, hit the nail on the head. I mean, they <laughs> smashed this title out. Uh, I picked it up just on a whim. I yep. hadn't heard anything of it. And I got it for 3DS. I, mean, I can't wait to buy it for my Switch. I can't wait to have the new Amiibos with it. Um, Treasure oh, yeah. Trove. Oh, that was the other thing was when... I've only played the Plague Knight DLC, but it was amazing was what they could do by just... You basically do the same levels, but the way Plague Knight plays is so different from Shovel Knight, it's almost like a whole other game. Now, before we get too into it, because I want to be discussing this game further into detail... Sounds like we're doing a Shovel Knight episode. Let's talk... Is 261 <laughs> a good number for Shovel Knight? No, Shovel Knight Absolutely is not. way the heck... Way, way, way up there. Way yeah. up there. Shovel Knight has immediately become a gaming mascot. Yeah. Absolutely, and it, it's unfortunate he hasn't been involved in uh, Smash for the Wii U. He wasn't ukulele. 
Yes, I did see that little yep. cameo. He's that in, was nice. Well, he's in two levels, and it's not just a little cameo, really. Like, I mean, he's just a quest character, but they gave him enough unique dialogue that he's memorable. What number would you give him on this list? Oh, Shovel Knight? Yes. Oh, man. Top 25 for myself. Yeah. At least. Shovel Knight has immediately jumped up there, pushing out most of the non-Nintendo stuff off the top of my list, you know? Right. Uh, moving on, Arcade Days. At 2.59, we have Bubble Bobble. And that is that was on the NES for... Isn't it? Yeah, yeah it was for... Arcade first. Yep. yep. Um, but I will say that Bubble Bobble wasn't such a revolutionary game. Um, mm-hmm. The most exciting thing to come out of it is actually the spinoff, is the Puzzle Bobble slash Bust a Move series. Never heard of it. Which is the original bubble shooting puzzle game. Is two... Let's see, 2.59, Bubble Bobble? comfortable there i wouldn't put bubble bobble on the list at all yeah i was gonna say not any higher than that it didn't uh change anything it didn't save the market it didn't do anything like super exciting it didn't invent very much it invented the characters of bub and bob and they went on to do puzzle bobble now okay let's move on to 253 is missile command did finn have anything to say about missile command is that you uh, yeah, Missile Command. Let me hear it. Um, what I really liked about Missile Command is that it's set up like a typical arcade space shooter, yep. except that instead of controlling a ship on the bottom of the screen and scrolling around and shooting the aliens, your three turrets, I think it's three, you're a couple of different turrets on the ground defending cities, and your mission is to shoot down incoming rockets oh, from nice. space. I think and I know the title now. You can't just aim at the rocket and then hit it because there's a delay between when you're when you shoot and when it explodes oh and you have to choose your your depth you get to choose where it's shooting and you have to shoot in front of the missile so you have to know where the missile is going to be oh you have limited ammo and you have limited cities to protect is 253 a good number for it on this list um yeah it's definitely on the lower end but it definitely should be there we're starting Um, to lose uh Finn here in this yeah, list. Like Super Monkey Ball. There's a there's a big section of games I haven't played, but we're getting there slowly but surely. Yes, <laughs> this has become a Criven and Saxy podcast. Yes, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, sorry, this is new and improved. Fun, <laughs> I'm, I'm a main character now. <laughs> Two forty eight. We're at Mario Pitcross. Mario's Pitcross. Is that a good title? I liked Mario Pitcross, yep. but it's nothing like special. Um, you know, it'd be like Mario Sudoku kind of. Gotcha. Um, what I really like about Mario Picross is that it's not, you know, you see Mario Picross and you're like, oh, it didn't do well because there's no Mario Picross too. Mm-hmm. There's no Mario Picross Advance. But then you realize that no, but there's Twilight Princess Picross and Pokemon Picross, and you realize Pokemon, the series yeah. is Picross, not Mario. Isn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say the one issue I have with Mario Picross is that. Too many of the puzzles do not become Mario objects. You just get random stuff like umbrella and bicycle. And it's like if I'm playing Mario Picross, I want Starman. Yeah. Yeah, mushroom, Goomba, Koopa. Bryn Starfy. Yeah, um, Bryn Starfy, that's right. Two forty eight, is that a good number for Mario Picross? Yeah. Sure. Right. Um, um I don't, I'm actually you know, I like Mario Picross, but I don't know if it would actually be on my top whatever list. Yeah. Just because not even I th- mentioned. I think I would rather open a sudoku book from a gas station and just play sudoku <laughs> yeah i could see that yeah mm-hmm. just as time consuming um all right so we're moving on to a title i do know finn's familiar with it's number 247 tekken 3 
I only know a little, little bit. Oh no! This, this okay. is not. This is not a game I played a lot. I played it a little bit with my cousins. Right. It was we played Soul Calibur way more than we played Tekken. Oh boy, Soul Calibur! Yeah, Soul Calibur. We get a new title. That yeah. deserves to be. Yeah, finally, and it's right. not like Soul Calibur Five where they were like, "Hey, you know all these characters you've loved for four games? They're dead." Yeah, we're they're playing, old. They were bringing in new ones. Even they... Talim has saggy boobs now, guys. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> but yeah, so Tekken Three, I definitely played it, and it was it was fun, but it it doesn't hold the same nostalgia that Soul Calibur does. For me, Tekken Three was the title that my older cousin brought over when he noticed I liked Mortal Kombat. He said, here you go, let's play a more grown-up game. Because <laughs> we played Mortal Kombat on the Super Nintendo, which was a family-friendly edition. More grown-up. Yes. It's so Paul in it. <laughs> Tekken, for me, I mean, super fun. I got to the point playing with the younger brother, he would get a little spammy with some of the characters, which is bound to happen in whatever fighting game you play. Oh, yeah, there's always someone who does it. So, but, abso- a fun game, a very fun game, and should it be on the list? Yes. Um, I place it somewhere, but that's more nostalgia speaking than anything. I have yet yeah. to go back to it. Well, the yeah. thing is, is like, does Tekken three deserve the spot over other Tekken titles too? I, that was and, the biggest one for me. Yeah. But I hadn't dabbled with much others, so yeah. See, that's I, I came to into the series at Tekken five, Ooh. and I really love Tekken five and six. And some of those older ones are harder to go to. They're a little slower, you know. Right. The polygons don't look as nice. As much as I don't usually like saying that. Yeah, no, um, that's true. Tekken should be pretty high on the list. It's one of my favorite fighting game series, and I think I way prefer the uh, 3D brawling-type fighting game over the uh, 2D plane, like, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. In some games that do it well, yes. I yeah. Yep. Especially over Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Is 247 a good number for Tekken 3? In my eyes? Sure. Yeah, in yeah. my eyes, it's, it's there. I have nothing more to really add to it. See, so. I would put, like, Tekken 5, maybe Tekken 6 at, like, top 100. Here we are again, missing the... Yeah. Missing, missing the number. Yeah. I think Tekken 3 is there only because it's the one which has uh, a guest character in the form of Gon, which is a little dinosaur yes. in the manga. You remember that? Yep. Um, moving on to 245, we have Space Invaders. Now, Space Invaders is Alden's favorite title. Am I right or am I wrong? You are something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a title. It, it, it is a, a title. You are not wrong. Right. I mean, I've obviously <coughs> I've played it. It's not a game I ever dove into and played a ton of, but I, I've, I've played it. Right. Griffin? Um, Space Invaders is... It probably deserves to be really high on the list, not because I personally like it, but because it saved the arcade market at a time where it was almost certainly going to crash and not only did space invaders save the arcade market but it was the direct inspiration for a game which would become donkey kong really Um, how so okay so first nintendo just wanted to copy whatever the most successful game was at that time so they looked at space invaders they made this game called radar scope which was kind of cool and they added their own nintendo gimmick to make it not quite a duplicate right but it was a duplicate now, Radar Scope, everyone saw right through that. They, they looked at it, they said, this is Space Invaders. We're not doing this. We're going to go play Space Invaders instead. Okay. So Nintendo recalled all the Radar Scopes, and they said, we need a new game using these components. That game was Donkey Kong. That's awesome. <laughs> no Space Invaders, no Donkey Kong, no Nintendo. Should it be on the list? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, well, is should, there a number zero available? I'll should take that be, one. Um, somewhere high up on the list for legacy alone, for impact alone. So, wow, the, never the, knew. Tom yeah. Sawyer of video <laughs> games. That's fantastic. Let's move on to 244 after that. The Witness. The Witness. This this it's is a game Fan I Burrows. have played. Fan this Burrows. is. A, you guys had to pry me off this game the last time we were out here recording this top 300 list. Right. <laughs> it was. It's. If you love puzzles, this this game I've I've played a lot of games that have puzzles and things in them. Like Zelda always has puzzles for you to try and solve. The Witness puzzles are like legitimate puzzles that you have to think about so much it hurts your brain because you have to think every side like i spent a week on one section of a puzzle not even (laughs) the whole puzzle itself one section of the puzzle because i just could not figure it out and i was not gonna look it up i was not gonna give up right yeah yeah, i like i wanted rides there yeah like i've spent so long i'm gonna freaking figure it out yeah Mm, the puzzle game for masochists and (laughs) (laughs) and I love how smooth the game is. It's a beautiful game. Like it's got lots of colors. It's a very vibrant game. The way it goes at the puzzles is very different. It's not puzzles I've ever seen before or ever tried to solve before. It was they're very fresh new puzzles for me that I really enjoyed. And for me, this game is way higher on the list because of the way it introduces puzzle solving and has mystery behind it because you don't know what you're doing while you're solving. Where these would puzzles. you put it? For it's me, at 244 would, now. I, for me, it would be easily in my top 50. That's awesome. It, okay. Because I mean, and that's and it's just solving puzzles. That's right. it. And that like the way it did it just kind of took me right in. And talking about it now makes me want to play it. Okay. <laughs> that's I'd, that's awesome. I'd like to just interject and add that if you really like difficult puzzle games, mm-hmm. you might really like this little game I found called Snakebird. Snakebird, okay. Which is kind of the same puzzle over and over, but it's progressively more difficult. And the way the physics work in the levels just gets so crazy. Yep. By awesome. level seven, it's going to take you hours just to solve the one puzzle. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the way the witness does it. Like, yeah. you, you start, you get into a section of the puzzle, and it has this, like, very basic, you drag one dot to the next dot. Yep. And, and then you go to the next one, and you drag dot in a different pattern. And you don't really notice anything. And by the next, by the final puzzle in that section, you can't even see the line you're dragging because it's gone invisible throughout all the things. It's oh. been continually faded to gone. And you have to know which pattern you're taking while dragging it. That's and nice. And it's inverted and all sorts yeah. of different things. And you just have to really be focused and dialed in. As the one puzzle in that section gets more and more difficult. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good game to just play with, like, a lo- good little playlist going. Or oh, yeah, podcast definitely. Yeah, even. Yeah. And it has its own little bit of music in the background that's really nice and light. And it's like, that's awesome. Yeah, okay, I can dig that. Yeah. Uh, yeah now to so, change gears a little bit, we're on the 240 Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> a little different title. <laughs> a little bit. Mortal Kombat X uh, is a game I would go to a friend's house and play a few times. <laughs> but that's about it. I mean, yeah. the Mortal Kombat series, though, early on, I, I love playing a Scorpion. I love just well, back back more, B, um, down left Y. Talk about classic Mortal Kombat later on the list. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal um, Com- that's all I got for Mortal Kombat X, though. I mean, it's a game. Yeah, well, the thing with Mortal Kombat X, it's a really weird choice. Like, I know it was it kind of made a big splash as far as, like, the uh, professional fighting game community. Right. But uh wasn't as, as major as the game which came before it, Mortal Kombat 9. Which was the reboot of the series and kind of took it back. And here we have again, it's it's the list creators. <laughs> Maybe they had that nostalgia. Maybe they. 
Well, I think it's because of the splash in the fighting game community. Mortal yeah. Kombat X is the more polished game and all that sort gotcha. of thing. Um, but they added Jason Voorhees and took out Freddy Krueger, and, like, wh- what was the logic with that? Yeah. Yep. But um, Mortal Kombat... No one knows the first guy, everyone knows the second guy. Well, it's like, um, <laughs> so Freddy is in the previous game, and now we add Jason. So we can't have Freddy versus Jason, because they're in different games. What are you doing, Netherrealm? You're going to give us Alien and Predator, though. <laughs> but Wild. Mortal Kombat 9 was the game that, as far as modern Mortal Kombat goes, that made splashes. Um, just because it was the reboot of the series, it took the series back to a 2D plane in a time where every other fighting game was 3D. Yep. Absolutely um, true. But I do say that the more important modern fighting game... Should I stop? No, you're good. Okay. You're good you're the good. more important modern fighting game is Injustice, in my opinion. Um, that makes the most splash in the era of superhero movies being, you know, at the highest they've ever been, comic books being really high. Injustice is the better game. It's also the game which has the most innovation as far as just how modern fighting games should be handled. Awesome. So Injustice yeah. should be on the list. Somewhere. Yeah. Are you listening, Game Informer? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. They're going to write some article about how we're losers on the internet in our mom's basement. And our opinion doesn't matter. 240? Is that a good number for Mortal Kombat X? Oh, um... Well, no, because like I said, Injustice should be on the list instead. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. We're moving on to 239, which is Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Is that a good title? I, I don't know. I think it... Um, I've heard it sucks. Yeah. I've heard you just gotta... I think co- anything Super Mario You just gotta sucks. collect some fruit or some crap, say, and yeah. you with, fight with a boss. Mario? I mean, Mario's been on the list how many times? Obviously. <laughs> obviously, Game Informer. Mario's so stuff. overdone. Yes. So, can we get serious? Wah! Wah! Up, not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> Super, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, uh, the art style alone... I think carries it's it beautiful. too. Carries it up. Yeah, and I love the story with the art style because Nintendo wanted it to look like Donkey Kong Country. Really? Yeah. Oh Did, no! Have you ever noticed the intro sucked. of Yoshi's Island? Yeah, is three D pre-rendered. Whoa! The game was supposed to look that, like yeah, the just intro. like the map. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Yep. And if okay. and then if you you uh you look at I know it didn't do well but Yoshi's New Island uses that art style. If you play Yoshi's New Island, it's almost what Yoshi's... Is that Yoshi's, a DS? Yes, okay. 3DS. Oh, okay. Almost what Yoshi's Island was supposed to look like. Jeez. And Shigeru Miyamoto said no. That And and this created a lot of rumors that say, like, you know, Miyamoto doesn't like Donkey Kong Country, which is total bunk. He, he really likes that. In fact, he had a hand in developing Donkey Kong Country. Oh, wow. Okay. He just thought Donkey Kong Country should look like Donkey Kong Country, and Yoshi should look like Yoshi. Very true. I agree there. Because yep. if, if it was a more Donkey Kong Country-esque and it didn't have, like, the the colors just as they are now, right? I, I'd have complaints, you know? But the aesthetic is a major element. For sure. And that alone, I mean, like I said, not only should put it on this list, but then you add the play style and yep. just it's it's oh, clean controls. Yeah, what if you I ask really me. like about Yoshi's Island, it's yep. an action platformer and it's faster than the Mario platformers. But it's also, in a way, the first collectathon. Yeah. You gotta find the flowers, you gotta find the stars. You and that's a, that's what really that gives you that adult experience where you have yep. to or you know just skillful experience if you are some young gun right that can the really higher level it. yes you could run through you could fight the bosses that's it or you could you could find fly. the stuff yep. and i see that a lot if you read the reviews of modern 
platformers, especially Mario games, yeah. you got people being like, oh, it's too easy, you know, <laughs> I'll, go out, I'll go out to the end in four hours. Yeah, but and that's it's like, it's you bad. didn't get all the star coins, did you? No, you, you gotta be the completionist on it. Right. You, know, you gotta get That's what it it's for. If you're gonna just run from A to B, yeah, it's gonna be easy. A to B is there for kids. Right. You gotta go down warp pipes. You gotta go off the beaten path. You gotta bring your little mushroom three levels down the map and run across the poison swamp. I love that about, and Nintendo <laughs> does that very well, yep. you know, even in Super Mario 3D yep. World. You even see these complaints with Mario Odyssey. It's ridiculous, yep. man. People are like, understand. you know, I got all the moons and I fought Bowser at the end. And it's like, first of all, there's stuff after you fight Bowser. Second of all, there's a bare minimum of moons to get, right. and I think that's where you're at, you know? Exactly. It's like, and, and you know, your complaint, oh, well, never mind. We should wait for Mario Odyssey. Yep. But, uh, <laughs> uh, that's how I feel about all the Mario games. Yoshi's Island, 239. 239. Um, let's try 23. Yeah. Let's try higher than 23. Yeah, in the top 20. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there, man. Yoshi's Island is a game that I go back to again and again and again. I got it in the other room. Mostly, I just replaced the save battery. You know, beat it. the save battery, yeah. yeah. Do you have Super Nintendo? Or? Yes. See, now the Super Nintendo looks and sounds the best, in my opinion. I agree. But the Game Boy Advance one added all these really awesome new levels. Oh, I gotta dabble with that. Then. Yeah, yeah, they will challenge you. If you are okay. a Yoshi's Island veteran, these levels will challenge you. I have been really into my micro lately, so my Game Boy micro. Oh, but, yeah. Okay, so top 20. Uh, let's move on to 238. We're at Double Dragon. Does Finn have anything to say about Double Dragon? Quiven? Um, I think that's you. Yeah, so it is me. Uh, growing up playing with the brothers all the time, it was just like a nice little side scroll and beat em up, grinding. And just that's two brothers going on this mission to beat up. I gotta ask, do yeah. you like Double Dragons or Battletoads more? Uh, Double Dragon just because I hadn't played enough Battletoads, you know? Oh, okay. Anything right. I did with that was as an adult, the nostalgia kicks in and it's <laughs> dropped, you know? It's right. done. Um, but... Contra was a similar title to Double Dragon for us. That was like, do we want to punch people in the face or shoot aliens? That was the big Are thing. Are they the same company? Konami? Yeah, it's Double Dragon Konami. Could be. I don't, I'd need to look that up, but yeah. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. That's okay. So, but Double Dragon, super fun game. 238 is way too high of a number for me. I'd put it lower on the list. Uh, top 50. Nostalgia added, I would put it in top 30. No nice. joke. Yeah, very fun game. Um, well, when, I know like Double Dragon and Urban Champion are the de facto beat 'em ups. Yeah. You know? Urban what? Uh, Two thirty five. We have Far Cry three. <laughs> Far Cry three. What's uh, you, Finn? That was a really fun game. I can remember my first time ever playing a Far Cry was at my sister's boyfriend's house. Nice. He had it on his PC. And this was before I even had a gaming PC. Like, right. Whoa. And I can remember playing it. A ton of ton of fun. And I was like, all right. Like, I want to play this at home, and that's, I think when I first kind of, like, really wanted to get a gaming PC was because of playing Far Cry, and it, it didn't happen for a really long time. <laughs> and then I got my PC, and I played RuneScape. <laughs> and, then I, and then I remembered about Steam, and how it worked, and I <laughs> looked at Steam, and right there on the main thing was Far Cry Bundle. It's almost like Facebook's list. Nice. Yeah, and it was 15 bucks for Far Cry 1, 2, 3, and 3 Blood Dragon. I was like, sold. Click, buy. <laughs> Got them all. And See, I played Far Cry 1, played Far Cry 2, played Far Cry 3, and then I did not finish Blood Dragon. Far Cry 3 was my favorite out of all of those. Just It just took me in more than the other versions. I don't know if maybe because it was newer, but in... There's definitely still nostalgia for one because I'd played it 
and loved it so much that one time I played it. Yeah. But it, it's definitely, I feel like, one of the better Far Cry's in my opinion. It's I have not played proper number for it. Huh? Two thirty-five, a no. good number. No. no, I would definitely put it higher up on the list. <clears throat> Maybe not quite in my top fifty, but up there, definitely up there. I'd say seventy-five to fifty range. Gotcha. Nice. So. Good to hear. Um, Far Cry Five just came out. Yep, haven't even I, touched it. I haven't even touched it. I haven't f- played any or finished any of the Far Cries after Blood Dragon, which I haven't yet to finish. So, so how does the franchise stand out from a lot of other shooter type games? I think the fact that you have to go in depth and stealth is required in some sections, and it's. I saw a clip of it the other day. I don't remember which Far Cry it was, but this guy picks up a crowbar. Mm-hmm. walks to the side of this point and he looks up into the sky he throws the crowbar up he walks out stabs the guy the guy next to the guy he stabs gets hit in the head by the crowbar he then takes the knife he stabbed and throws it and kills somebody else <laughs> and like awesome. it was the smoothest cleanest combo of like bang bang boom done it's like that right. exploration within the yeah. shooter is you know you, you have different ways to attack your situation yeah. and there's and there's crafting you like you have to make your medicine like there's all sorts of so it's like the breath of the wild of the shooter genre. yeah that's that's a very good way to put it realistic feel as well yeah so that's nice. awesome yep um let's move on to the list we're now at 231 which is fire emblem awakening all right 3ds i guess that's me right that's yep. all that's you. all right so awakening I, I understand why Game Informer put specifically Awakening on the list. Because it was the first game where Intelligent Systems said, we need to sell more units to more casual audiences, we need to expand our user base, so we need to take out the permadeath. Which kind of bothered a lot of older Fire Emblem fans, because that was kind of one of the main gimmicks. Was if you, kick, yeah. you die in the game, your character is gone forever. I remember that. But... Yeah. And I'm going to tick off a lot of people. That was never an element I enjoyed. And I don't think a lot of other Fire Emblem fans enjoyed it either. Because you know what we all did? We would save after every move and restart the map when anyone died. Yeah. So all it did was cut down my playtime. Yep. yep. <laughs> so you can enjoy Now I will say that Awakening, as far as Fire Emblem goes, what did bother me is that it's what I call the final fantasying of the franchise. The character designs got more convoluted, the story got more convoluted, they started adding space-time travel stuff, and I just... Isn't that too much? Yes, yeah, it is it, too much. get there. The, the Tales RPG series went there, and it's like, uh, now Fire Emblem Awakening feels real good to play. It feels good to play, but um, I'm gonna say that like Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn as like, a bundle package probably deserves the Fire Emblem's position on okay. the list more, and it deserves to be top 100 that's awesome if it's those games awakening like i said it feels good so i understand why it should be there yeah so that's awesome so 231 you'd bump it up to the hundreds if it was i would bump it up to 100 or lower okay gotcha we're moving on to 228 which is defender defender finn oh crib no Defender is just that. Well, Finn, you and I did play Defender a lot on oh, the uh, that's right. Super Nintendo I was, Mini. I was thinking of a different game. Yep, and that's just <sighs> difficult. <laughs> what a headache, huh? Uh, we, we played for like <laughs> close to an hour. I'd say around 45 yeah. minute mark. And yep. even with the Konami code, 
or using the Konami code, finally got to level three. Yeah. Just couldn't get past that volcano. May that I volcano was darn it. Does it even think... deserve to be part of the SNES Mini, or do you feel like no. a better game should have been there? Yeah, I, I mean, Tetris Dr. Mario for me, you know. Wait, that's not there? No. Oh, man. Yes. You know what? No, I would have got the SNES Mini if Wario's Woods was on it. That would have been nice, too. So. Yeah. And you, I, we'll, we'll get to it. I'm going to skip this <laughs> conversation. Um, but Defender, fun SNES little game. Mini episode, guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> fun little game. Um, 228. Nah, probably... I'd go 220. Okay. 220. Moving on now to 226, which is Adventure for Atari 2600. Is there anything you'd like to say about that yeah, one, well, Finn? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry to, interrupt, sorry to interrupt. Go on, Kevin. This what were you saying? This fine, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Adventure... <laughs> adventure <laughs> probably doesn't uh, deserve to really be on the top 300 list based on gameplay or whatever, and I don't know... How, how well it sold or anything like that. It's right. before my time. But I will say it's the proto-Zelda. And it kind of deserves some recognition for that reason alone. Okay. That without adventure, we might not have Zelda as we know it. I can see that. Um, my knowledge with adventure is strictly through the new movie release, Ready Player One. It's, uh, is it in there? It, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I don't want to spoil anything huge, but I'm just going to say it's in there and it let well, me I mean, know. Well, the hugest thing that... is the Iron Giant, so. <sighs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be surprised, though. Ooh, foreshadow. Well, okay. I just meant, like, huge. Yeah, me is too. Is it bigger than Iron Giant? Uh, there's something else. Oh, so... there's Godzilla. No. Um, but, <laughs> uh, Wills, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not talking about Adventure you. is just a fun... <laughs> Adventure is just... I, I really like the message with uh, Ready Player One. Do plan on doing a podcast on just video game movies, and I will splurge all about it then. Uh, Adventure 226, I say, sure. You I know, like, we should watch Pixels before you do that. Yes, we should. But do you think 226 is a good number for Adventure? If it should be on the list at all. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I think on my list, it would be closer to 300. Yep. Just because it's, it's there just for its significance to develop right and what other game companies could right. pull from it exactly so we are going to end this episode on 226 and we will be picking up strong in the next one um thank you for tuning in thank you for listening strong, in we've and got our ultimate muscle uh finn we still want listeners to yeah definitely yeah please reach, reach out. out to us tell us your stories about the games if we if your game that you love that you think should have been higher on the list was in that section that we jumped over. Yeah, let us know. Please let us know. We want to hear. We really do. That's why we're here. I yeah. mean, the the entire purpose, if you haven't heard already, of Super Moment S is not only to get our opinions out there and discuss games, but to really converse games. And we want to take this conversation a step further behind the scenes, one-on-one, yeah. with whomever wants to speak we about will, whatever. We want to hear your Super Moments within the game. Absolutely. And if you're good enough, you might end up like Kriven over here. <laughs> what's up dollface I'm, I'm just here for the candy man yeah <laughs> just the eye candy yeah uh, <laughs> you also here yeah i'm all good awesome finn anything to add nope i'll I think see that's you that. guys in about two minutes in the next episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right always happy to be here thanks guys for tuning in thanks guys